Today is Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, featuring Leap Cosmos on wallet support for Secret. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Secret Spaces. Today is the special Wednesday edition. Normally, we do these on Tuesdays, but we moved things around a little bit today. So this is the special Wednesday edition of Secret Spaces. We're excited to have on the Leap wallet team talk about secret and supporting secret in wallets and the importance of wallets to user adoption. Give us a quick second while we get this space promoted, please share this link to the space with your communities, especially the Cosmos community. We know they are dying to hear more about this. So give us a quick second. We'll send this link around. We'll get started shortly. In the meantime, just want to say hi and a big thank you to the secret team for having us here and for accommodating us on a Wednesday and not usual Tuesday. Thank you so much, guys. It's our pleasure. We work every day. So Wednesday is no problem. And we'll be back to our usual Tuesday time soon enough. Let's make sure we have everybody we need up on stage here as well. I see, uh, I see Sanjeev, Varun, Aryan. I want to make sure I say all of your names correctly. Patrick, it looks like you just pinned the Secret Spaces announcement. Is, is that true? That is true. We should be good to go. Phenomenal. So we've got the announcement out. We're going to be sharing this link around the other channels as well. Patrick, looks like you've got it out on Telegram and Discord. Is that true? Yep. Amazing. Then let's go ahead and start kicking off again. Please share this link around with your communities, especially within the Cosmos. Uh, There's plenty of Cosmos communities I know, Telegram, Discord, et cetera, people who use wallets who want to know how this is going to work, how Leap is supporting Secret and every other Cosmos network. Make sure they jump in here. Make sure you help us by retweeting the space, liking the tweet. And of course, there's something in it for you because every time we do a Secret Spaces, we do include a very special Secret Badge to honor the occasion. You can claim your Secret Badge just by clicking the link that we've pinned here. We've got the tweet. There's a link there to claim your secret badge. They are free to mint. But we appreciate you supporting the teams that come onto Secret Spaces by claiming the badge that that team has helped us design. So we have a special one for Leap today. And I believe there's something in the private metadata that would be really interesting for users in the Cosmos, but you won't be able to see it unless you claim the badge because it's in the private metadata. So claim your badge, unlock the private metadata, go see what the team is up to. Uh, We'll tell you that claim code in just a second because you will need a claim code to do it. But before we do that, let's give the Leap Wallet team a chance to introduce themselves. So going around, uh, let's start with Sanjeev. Go ahead and introduce yourself and pass it on to somebody else on the team. Absolutely. Thanks again, Secret Team, for having us. Uh, So I'm Sanjeev. I'm the founder and CEO at Leap. Uh, been involved in the crypto space for the last four or five years now. Uh, actively started building around the same time last year, which is then we got a grant from TFL to build a wallet for Terra. And that's kind of what launched our product journey. And yeah, we've actively been building in the Web3 space since. Prior to this, in what seems like a long, long time back of a different life, I started my career at McKinsey and then spent several years after that working in operations, marketing and product roles at different consumer startups, including like a founder's office stint at one of India's largest unicorns. Uh, but yeah, last one year has been entirely consumer Web3. Haven't been happier building in any space as much as I've been here. And maybe I can pass it over to Barun for intro next. Sure, uh, I can go next. Uh, hey folks, uh, I am Barun and I head uh, product for Leap. I've been with Leap uh, from the very beginning. Uh, started my journey last year alongside Leap. I'm currently based out of India. 
So I've been in the product space for over six years now. And uh, I, I previously headed product for an ed tech startup in India. And yeah, I've been dabbling around Web3 for the past few years. And uh, November is when I got introduced to Leap through Sanjeev. And yeah, it, was, it has been the most exciting journey ever since. And uh, hopefully, uh, much more to come. So yeah, uh, really excited. And I'll let Aryan talk about himself next. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Aryan. And uh, I lead uh, research and analytics at Leap Wallet. Um, I also uh, started reading about crypto and Web3 space in general a uh, couple of years back. And this year is when I joined Leap. Um, and within analytics and research, keep looking at a lot of transactions, read a lot of white papers and documentation and, and uh, just uh, stay up to date with the space. So uh, by the way, if you, if you want, don't want me to look at your transaction history, what account balances you hold, Secret Network is a good place to do your transactions on. Uh, but yeah, I'll leave it at there. Over to you. Thank you guys for the intros. Very appreciated. So with the intros all set, right before we get into Leap and, and all of the background here, I will give people that claim code because they're probably dying to know what you guys put inside the private metadata today. So go ahead, click through the link that we've pinned here in the Twitter space. Click the secret badge claim link and then put in the claim code, ready for this, wallet. One word, all capital letters, wallet is today's claim code. And if you claim today's secret badge and unlock it and look inside, you will see something very special from the Leap team, something concerning uh, some alpha for the future. Very excited, very excited. So thank you guys again for joining us here on stage. Let's get right into it with the most important question of all, uh, what exactly is Leap, the product, and how did the project come about originally? I can take that. Although I thought that the most important question of all is like, what's happening with Secret Lies today? Uh, <laughs> what's with the crazy pop? But maybe we'll leave Secret that for the, for the end. Secret spaces does not constitute any legal or investment advice. Please consult your professional advisors. Yeah, no, I was just kidding. Uh, but yeah, happy to give a little bit of introduction about, about Leap first and how things came to be. So what's Leap? Firstly, uh, Leap is a, for those of you who don't know, Leap is a non-custodial crypto wallet for Cosmos that lets you interact with and access apps on different Cosmos chains. Our aim is basically to become a super wallet for Cosmos, which means a one-stop gateway, where as a user, you can <clears throat> view your portfolio, you can send tokens, you can stake, access different DeFi opportunities, manage your NFTs, vote on governance proposal, and a lot more, all through one single platform. And the way this is made possible is through a base layer of experiences that we've built in combination with dApps, whose experiences will be natively integrated into our wallet. And so that's, that's uh, a little bit about what Leap is. And in terms of when Leap started and what our journey has been, uh, basically a lot of like, you know, uh, our personal experiences of what went into the starting of Leap, experiences of each of us getting into the crypto space. And also in the last like year or two, as we saw a lot of our friends and family also try to get onboarded into the space, we realized that there was a huge white space in the entire wallet ecosystem. I'm sure all of us have heard this a lot. Uh, onboarding into the space is really hard. Mobile experiences are traditionally not well solved for by wallets. There's just so much complexity of crypto concepts that are usually not abstracted from users. And we could see a big opportunity. Uh, where we felt that wallet UX and wallet capabilities really need to like 10x if we want crypto to get uh, adoption in the mainstream. And that's kind of how our vision of building a super wallet uh, sort of came to be, which would solve a lot of these issues. And Terra was the first ecosystem we wanted to start building on. This was our end of last year. And we we started building out, rolled out an MVP quickly, started iterating. And we found uh, that there was a strong core user base that got aligned with this vision. And then we worked with them over like the first few months to ship as many improvements as we can to the wallet experience, right? From small things like how do we make it easy to create multiple wallets uh, to UX improvements like auto-detecting NFTs in the wallets to like better security features, like better password workflows and more. Uh, and we realized very quickly that this is actually working. We got to a point where we had about 50,000 wallet users. We had about 200,000 people signed up for mobile beta. So things look great up until one day when the Terra DPEG happened. And at that point in time, we realized that we had the right insights, right experience and building a high quality experience. But what we needed was to find a new home for Leap. 
And then uh, it became sort of just, we, we spent a couple of weeks doing some research and it became very obvious to us that Cosmos was this incredible ecosystem, uh, very close to Terra, but we'd been so heads down on Terra that we hadn't sort of looked around much. But this was the ecosystem to be. Uh, Tendermint, Cosmos SDK, IBC, all of which had become increasingly battle-tested in the last cycle. And we could see that the app chain narrative was also sort of getting stronger. So this is around like June, mid-June when, is when we decided to start building on Cosmos. And yeah, since then, we've spent the majority of our efforts building wallet experiences here. Yeah, we've spoken to a lot of teams where they were very heads down in the Terra ecosystem. And obviously, there was a lot to build there. There was a lot of users. There was a lot of money through that ecosystem. And then it all very suddenly stopped. And a lot of teams were kind of thrown into the same position where you had to look left and right. You had to see what else people were thinking about, were building. And yeah, we, I think people finally realized the same things that we'd already known for ourselves. Like Secret launched our mainnet in early 2020. We had private smart contracts on mainnet in September of 2020. We were the very first chain to actually get Cosm Wasm contracts working on mainnet. And we did it uh, while having them be privacy preserving by default. So it took a lot of unbelievable effort. And of course, the project had been active even for three years before that. So we knew how much work was going in everywhere. And, but we also knew how much work was going on outside of Secret and outside of Terra, just around the broader cosmos. And you just don't see it when you're, when you're in these silos. I think wallets, especially multi-chain wallets, are essential for breaking down those silos, making it easier for users to discover what exactly all of these chains do, what's unique about them, what's unique about their communities, their products, their applications and what their potential could be. So since you guys are building a multi-chain wallet, what, what are the chains that you do currently support? You started very concentrated, but now it seems like you've got support for a lot of different chains. What are they? Yeah, so at this point in time, uh, maybe it'll also just help to talk about like what are like the form factors that we support. Because when we, again, think about wallets, uh, traditionally, of course, like, you know, if you look back the last couple of years, wallets were primarily browser extensions. But essentially, we are starting to think about it more loosely as like, what are the different reasons and touch points where a user wants to interact with the blockchain? And essentially, like, you know, all those touch points are also to us all what constitute as a wallet experience. So basically, firstly, in terms of when we think about like the products, we, we right now have two products live. One, which is our browser extension. And second is our mobile wallet which is our native Android and iOS app. But we are also launching a third web dashboard, which is almost, you can think about it as a desktop-friendly version of your wallet, but it also has like portfolio management capabilities. Sort of like a web wallet plus like a zapper for Cosmos. So these are the three different uh, products that we have. We started off with the browser extension back in June, and this is where we have the maximum support for chains natively. So at this point of time, we support uh, about 28 chains. And all these chains, all these are Cosmos chains that are supported natively. I think the, the two biggest ones uh, left on our list were Secret and FMOS. And happy to announce that, like, you know, both of these are also completed. We just announced FMOS integration as well recently. So with that, we pretty much like covered all of the big Cosmos chains. And then for the other two form factors, the mobile wallets and the, the dashboard, they're trailing a little bit because it takes us a little bit of extra work to add these chains to different form factors. But very soon, the idea is to have support for like you know, all of these chains across all the different form factors that we have. That's a lot. Uh, I'm really excited to kind of get hands-on and see how the UX helps for people managing their holdings across many, many different independent chains, uh, letting them discover those chains. Discoverability is, is becoming a bigger and bigger issue also because people are starting to realize there's dozens and dozens and dozens of chains out there, not just the, the one chain. Uh, and differentiation is something that we think a lot about at Secret. So for example, you know, being a private by default blockchain is differentiated not just among Cosmos chains, but any blockchain. Uh, and I think as it gets easier in the Cosmos to launch these purpose-specific blockchains and to launch these you know, app chains versus dApp chains and everything else, there's going to be a lot more chains. Discoverability is going to matter. Usability is going to matter most of all. Uh, and I'm sure for wallets, the most important thing is, is then prioritization around those. So for something like Secret, working with Secret is not like working with a public by default blockchain. And that's for a reason. We want to be different. We want to provide actual unique capabilities for developers and for users. And that's what we offer. But it also means that all these little experiences on the wallet side and with infrastructure end up being just a little bit different. 
And the more closely we can work with partners on the wallet side, like Leap, but also with DAP developers to help them understand here's what's different, here's what's the same, and walk them through that process, I think users will choose more and more to use private by default applications. And developers will choose more and more to build private by default applications as the space matures. And it's definitely looking like the space is maturing very quickly, in the, especially the last few weeks. Suddenly, uh, we're all having to grow up very fast. We don't take anything for granted anymore. We're, we're rushing to the end state. And I do believe that the end state is going to have to include good privacy protections for users, not just in the Cosmos, but on any blockchain. Otherwise, these applications just, they just won't be sustainable. So let's look at uh, then specifically Leap support of Secret because Secret users, they're already using a few different wallets, whether they're desktop wallets, mobile wallets, they probably want to know how Leap compares and what they're going to be able to do specifically with Leap. Uh, so what, what does Leap allow Secret users to do? Absolutely, I, I can take this up. So uh, just, just to give a very uh, basic overview of what users can, uh, Secret users can do, uh, on Leap at this point of time. So we do support the most basic features, which are like portfolio overview, uh, wherein you have your basic uh, tokens, native tokens that you can see, the IBC tokens that you can see. But what we've also done is gone ahead and uh, integrated CoinGecko so that you see dollar values for specific tokens. And at the same time, we have integrated asset details so that you do not have to go elsewhere to view any details about a particular token, right? So you can see price charts, you can see any number of details about the token right inside the extension. So this is one very basic uh, UX improvement that we did for assets. What we also uh, are planning to do is a lot of bringing like, uh, as you mentioned, like there already are like 30 to 40 chains for Cosmos. And we provide basic manage chains feature for users to easily manage these chains. But at the same time, we do feel there's a necessity for a very, basically an aggregated view over time, right? So that the users do not have to switch across chains. So this is something that is in our uh, roadmap that uh, uh, is very exciting to us. Apart from the basic portfolio overview stuff, uh, we do support IBC transfers. And uh, this is where we definitely feel that our UX is much better than the other wallets out there, uh, wherein you do not have to no channel ID to do an IBC transfer. We have abstracted that out for the users. So for, for users, it would just be like a normal send flow, right? You, you can be on secret, uh, secrets network, you can be on Juno, and you can just paste Osmosis address, for example, or Sage's address, for example, and directly send tokens across to these chains, right? You do not have to know the channel ID, for example. So uh, we'll definitely be adding custom channel support very soon as well. But at the same time, we just wanted to launch with the simplest UX around. So uh, IBC transfer is very simple uh, now with Leap around. Uh, uh, post that, I think one very key feature that uh, we worked really hard on is the managed secret tokens. So managed custom secret tokens. This is where we've allowed, and this is something that I, I know for a fact that a lot of users had a lot of pain, secret users had a lot of pain across using other wallets, right? So there was no option to create a new key, for example, or uh, updating, a new, updating an existing key or importing an existing key, right? So this is where we've allowed users to just go to manage tokens and create their own viewing key or update an existing viewing key or import an already existing viewing. And at the same time, we provide users the ability to copy the viewing key after they have just created one. So prior to this, there was no wallet that provided the viewing key on the UI for the users to copy and maybe import it later somewhere. So this is what we've done. And I definitely recommend everyone to go out and test this out. Uh, at the same time, what we've also done is if the viewing key does not match and the user has already imported a token, we show a viewing key error thing. And this is where we also ask the user to update the viewing key uh, in case they want to like see the balance for the token again, right? And not just solve the UX for and uh, UX for viewing key, we've also in, included query params, which is uh, something where you do not have to do a transaction, do not have to uh, uh, incur a transaction fee for seeing the balances. So the SNP24 proposal for the query params is something that we've already uh, got into the wallet. And this is how, why we think like this is probably the best wallet right now for secret. Uh, and I would definitely ask users to go out and test the managed secret tokens part specifically. Apart from this, we do support in-wallet staking and in-wallet governance. So in staking, 
you can users can go out stake see their current uh, delegations can delegate and delegate and redelegate to uh, other validators we also randomize the validator list so as to maintain decentralization every time a user opens up the staking page they would see a validator list in a random order rather than they obviously would have the filtered uh, option to sort sorted by uh, by the amount of delegations but by default we randomize it and users can also claim rewards from within the wallet in one click so pretty much all the staking capabilities right inside the wallet at the same time uh, users can view all the governance proposals out there can vote on the gov governance proposals out there from within the wallet uh we are currently working on adding percentage turnout filter filtering basis of stage of voting uh and uh, as as sanjay mentioned the mobile apps are out so we are also adding support for push notification when a new proposal goes up right so that users have users know that a proposal is up and they want to vote right? so uh yeah pretty much everything around governance right inside the wallet and at the same time uh ledger compatibility is something that we currently working on so we do currently support the basic coin type 118 uh, where users can see their balances but uh, definitely looking forward to add support for the new coin type that uh, and the new secret app that has uh, launched on ledger and would love for users to have the ability to switch between the two so uh, all of this uh, and to top all of these basically to back all of this around we have a customized activity uh, page wherein uh, we have done the hard work hard work to make sure that we make the transactions readable for normal users rather than users having to go through a lot of pain on reading uh, each of these activity figuring out what this that what a particular transaction was about we do the hard part and let users under, understand it very easily so yeah i think that's a very basic overview of uh, what what we have we what we currently support in the wallet extension and uh, which is very soon also coming out on the mobile apps so yeah that's about it awesome what a thorough overview thank you guys again i'll uh quickly give another reminder about the secret badge details as we get into the second half of our conversation we've pinned a couple of tweets here now one is of course the tweet from leap themselves please give them a follow so check that out uh and then also we've pinned the another tweet here remember the announcement tweet for this space if you click through on that link you will see today's secret badge for anybody who's been collecting our secret badges for secret spaces this one is honoring the leap team and their presence with us today claim that secret badge using the claim code wallet all one word all capital letters wallet you can go claim the badge and unlock the private metadata decrypt it and see what the leap team has in store for you which is super cool uh so before we get into that because that does have to do with your longer term roadmap uh which i'm excited to touch on a lot of the people today that are trying to use secret right they're wrapping or they're unwrapping secret tokens using wrap uh or they're interacting with nfts on stash or they're trading on siena or they're using shade bonds things like that they really want to use secret apps they you really want to have like secret contract interactions so they can use these apps on chain and and have the privacy that secret apps can guarantee for them is that something you guys have been thinking about a lot is that on the roadmap uh what should what should users have as an expectation yeah so i can take that up um so all of these interactions that you talked about like viewing nfts wrapping their tokens uh they definitely are 100% a part of our roadmap um so as as sanjeev was mentioning earlier right like all the web3 touch points that we expect a user to have we ideally want them to be in our wallet longer term uh what you see right now the features that parun mentioned is just uh the phase one of it the most basic features that you would want to uh keep in a wallet uh but going forward we would add more specific use cases in uh in in defi in nfts bridges secret tokens and all of these things right and these will have uh interactions with uh different kinds of smart contracts all over the place uh and so definitely yeah we do intend to have these integrated in a in the wallet uh so that users do not really no need to go outside the wallet uh to interact with these protocols uh and make transactions um So yeah, that's definitely a part of the plan. Sweet, that's what I care about. 
I, I just want to use my secret apps anywhere I go. So that's really cool to hear. So let's then go past that and let's talk about the long-term roadmap for Leap, not just for secret if you want, but just generally talking about your plans to be part of this multi-chain future. Here in the cosmos, obviously, we all believe that there's not just going to be one chain to rule them all. There's going to be a ton of chains and maybe we'll have interchain security, mesh security. Maybe we're going to have um, something we've talked about a lot with secret and secret 2.0, where we're talking about these sort of constellations of chains that provide services to the broader cosmos and also interact directly with each other. That's part of our vision for expanding secret. So I imagine supporting this multi-chain future is a big piece of Leap's long-term roadmap. What does that look like for you guys right now? Understanding, of course, that all these things are subject to change, but what should we be most excited about? Sure, uh, I, I can start things off and maybe Sanjeev, uh, I didn't feel free to chip in. Uh, but I think as you mentioned uh, rightly, uh, one of the most important things would, for us would be supporting all the chains that uh, come up on uh, Cosmos natively, right? Uh, we do want to support have native support for all of the chains. Uh, rather than having probably a suggest chain view. So native support for chains would be number one uh, on our, uh, is something that we're continuously striving to do and we'll keep doing that. Uh, a few things that we are uh, super uh, excited about is, uh, as I previously mentioned as well, an aggregated view in your wallet. So imagine just opening up your wallet on your phone or on the extension and not having to switch between multiple chains that you are on and uh, having to grow, go through each of these chains specifically to figure out what's happening, right? Uh, so aggregated view for all the chains and it, it would be a bit complicated to solve, but we'd love, for, uh, love to solve that for users so that the, there would be just one place for them to look at and figure out everything that's going on across all of the chains, across all of the networks on Cosmos. Uh, so that, that's definitely up there. Uh, a few other things uh, that we are really excited about are since the mobile apps have come out, we have added basic support for push notifications. So again, push notifications, we felt like there's a huge gap that was missing in the Cosmos ecosystem. So we have added very basic support right now wherein uh, users get a push notification on their mobile app uh, whenever, whenever they do a transaction, uh, whenever they do an IBC transfer, whenever they vote for any governance proposal or let's stake or unstake or uh, uh, re-delegate. So the basic use cases, we will definitely want to work more on the push notification side, maybe start adding alerts, uh, start adding governance alerts, uh, start probably alerts around airdrops uh, and a lot of other things that can be done, right? So a push notification and alerts is something that uh, is a very key part of uh, the next couple of months that we're trying to solve for. Uh, apart from that, as uh, Sanjeev and Aryan have both mentioned out native integration within that. So uh, we subdone, we are done with the basic support and this is where we want to natively work with most of the chains. Uh, we want to have a deeper integration with all of the chains and uh, make sure that we bring in as much uh, support for uh, their dApps in the chain, uh, in, inside the wallet as possible. So one example of this is having a browser right inside the mobile app, right? For users to just just about go and open up any, any dApp inside the mobile app and connect, directly connect rather than having to do a wallet connect or go open up the laptops to uh, view a dApp. Uh, post that again, these are everything around the Cosmos ecosystem, but we definitely want more folks joining us from uh, outside the ecosystem as well. So bridging and swapping of tokens from the other ecosystems to Cosmos and from Cosmos to outside is something that we would love to support as well. Right? So I think these are like a few of the most important features uh, in the next couple of months that we are looking at. Uh, yeah, over to Sanjeev if you want to add uh, other stuff. Sure, I, I can add a little bit more context, but maybe one thing that I want to touch upon a bit more, um, something that Varun spoke about was notifications. And push notification is something personally also, and as a team, we are, we are extremely excited about. So what we've built right now and shipped with our mobile apps is that you can actually get uh, notifications for your on-chain uh, activities. So every time, like Varun was saying, every time you vote, every time there's a uh, transfer in or out of your wallet address, you can, you actually get a notification. But there's two interesting ways in which we want to extend this. One is that you can not only receive notifications on your app, but we're actually building in capabilities for you to receive notifications on your Telegram. So for whatever reason, let's say you decide to not use Leap app or you have a different mobile app or whatever the case may be, or you prefer getting notifications on Telegram. So you can just come and, and sign into our 
a dashboard. This is going to be built into the dashboard that I was talking about earlier. And then you can connect your Telegram and then automatically start receiving notifications through a Telegram bot for any on-chain transaction that you do. So that's something that we are super excited about. And then the second thing that we want to add on top of this is that just like you can follow and get notifications for your address, we will allow you to add any other address. Right? And again, I just want to highlight that this might be a little bit different for secret, obviously, given uh, given mm. privacy and all of that. And, uh, and maybe but, for good reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, for other Cosmos chains, it's something that like, you know, we've seen people get quite excited about. So yeah, we definitely want to, hoping to put this out there and see, uh, and see the kind of feedback we get. Uh, so that's something I just thought I'll add a little bit more clarity on. But also I wanted to maybe just take a step back and just like, you know, talk through our slightly longer term vision, right? Like what's, where are we headed? Uh, what happens after the next couple of months? And essentially like the way we've been thinking about our longer term scope, our mission is basically saying that what are all the different touch points where the user is interacting with the blockchain and how can we like 10x the UX? How can we 100x the UX? Right? And essentially, and what that sort of breaks down for us is we look at it as there, there are basically four different areas of our roadmap or four different like, you know, categories of our roadmap. Uh, first one being onboarding and on-ramping. This is something that we really want to spend a lot of lot more time going forward. And what we mean by this is how can we continue to research and provide better key management experiences based on individual users' preference and their trade-off between security and convenience. Right. So we're talking about things like social logins, MPC solutions, smart contract wallets. There's a whole bunch of exciting solutions out there. And our goal again is that we want to see how and try and implement as many of these as possible. And so different users can come and sort of self-select and have different ways to sort of onboard them into the ecosystem. So that's that's the first piece. The second piece, which I think has already been covered, is the transactional piece, which is that anytime you want to do a transaction on chain, ideally you shouldn't have to go to a third-party DAP. The wallet should have like a mini app of sorts, which is natively integrated inside the wallet and that allows you to do the transaction. This is something that we're already sort of <clears throat> working on. Excuse me. The third piece is something that we're really excited about, which is that so far, a lot, a lot of what wallets solve for is that you already know that you want to do a certain transaction and then wallets will enable you to do that. But wallets haven't really solved for the problem of discovery, which is that how do we actually help you as a user discover new dApps? How do we help users discover investing opportunities? Right? How do we let a user know that there's a new airdrop? Maybe there's a new product that's launched. Maybe there's a new vault that's been launched from an existing protocol. And that's where we think that wallets as consumer products, they have a very interesting uh, role to play here or they should have an interesting role to play. So right from social feeds, there's diff- different different ideas that we want to explore here. But going forward in our medium term roadmap, discovery is something that we will be spending a fair bit of time on. And then finally, the fourth piece, uh, which is sort of like the final leg, is that, you, okay, so you're uh, moving your funds into crypto, you're probably earning some yield on, on your assets, but then what happens finally, right? Like how are you actually able to off-ramp in the real world, how are you actually able to spend what you want? And that's where we feel like uh, the solutions there are fairly limited today. We had a few like experiments that we were doing in Terra times. For example, there was this, uh, there's this project called Flexa uh, and their value proposition was that you can actually use your tokens to pay IRL. So let's say you're at a store, um, you could sort of open up your Leap app, you'd have the Flexa SDK integrated inside the wallet, but essentially you just scan a QR code and you're able to pay for things in real life with your crypto tokens. So that's something as a concept we found really interesting because that sort of like closes the loop, uh, so to speak, for the user. Again, uh, to some extent, this is also limited uh, by like different geography and what sort of solutions are available there. But from a user pain point, stand, pain point lens, we think that this is something that's really important and something that we do want to spend a lot of time uh, as we progress along our roadmap. So hopefully that gives a little bit more context in terms of what will, what, what's going to come in the next, let's say, six to 12 months and, and the time beyond that. No, there's a lot to get excited about there. Whether you're already a secret user or whether you're using any chain in the Cosmos, clearly there's a lot of functionality coming at a time where I think having more choices as a user is really essential because chains, as we said, when, when we have more chains than ever providing different utilities and opportunities, you, you shouldn't just have you know, one way to access all these different applications. You, you want a lot of different opportunities. And that's the great thing about the Cosmos is that because there are so many things that can both collaborate and compete with each other, 
it forces everybody to build with the user in mind. Really, the Cosmos is the best place to be a user because you always have choice and everything is so interoperable. Uh, whereas I think in some other ecosystems that are much more centralized, I won't, I won't necessarily call any of them out, but they seem to be very centralized around specific, uh, you know, one L1, and then the apps also tend to centralize because it's whoever's most closely aligned with the L1. And like, no, Cosmos is a lot more fluid. So there's opportunities at every level of the stack. Um, and what Secret wants to do, obviously, is serve all of those users and all those developers with the very best in class privacy solutions. And that's always been our vision. That's always been our mission. Partnering with wallets that can help make those experiences more accessible to users is awesome. It's just so interesting to hear. It's like some of the features that users kind of want uh, and, and that we hear about are features that aren't necessarily compatible with a vision for privacy, where it's things like being able to stock other people's wallets, essentially. And on Secret, that's a thing that we work very hard to make sure people can't do without that user's consent. Not because we don't want there to be auditability, but because we do believe in this consent-based model for everything that happens online, blockchain or not. You know, We really want things to be user-centric, and that's how we think it should be done. So there's tons of users in the Secret ecosystem who would probably be demanding the opposite. The ability to have that level of control in their wallet about what people can or can't see about them, just like they do in the, uh, in the Web2 world. So it's interesting to kind of hear that there's user demand for the other side. I understand kind of why they want it. I understand why you want to be able to say, oh, this whale is doing this or that and the other. But that to me, that's not the sustainable vision of Web3 that we should have. Uh, and it's not certainly like that original cypherpunk vision where it's like what we really want is for everybody to be able to stock everybody else in the world. What we really wanted was just a system that we trusted to be correct. You know, a truth machine, the way that it was kind of talked about. And it's awesome to see that Cosmos is allowing for the development of many, many truth machines. I just think that Secret is a really interesting one because you can have the truth, but you can also have your privacy. And you can know that something is true without even needing to uh, reveal it to every single other user in the world, which is a really cool thing. Uh, but that said, that's why all these things are going to get built. We're going to have options and users should have both options, public by default, private by default, all of that optionality. And uh, I'm very excited to see how Leap is supporting that vision. So we're coming up to the close of my planned agenda with you guys here. We got through a lot on Leap, and there's clearly a lot for people to be excited about. This is usually when we ask people to stick up their hands. You know, if you've got something that you want to ask of, uh, of the Leap team, now's your best shot. Put up your hand. We'll bring you up here on stage. You can ask your questions. Uh, while we wait for those people to stick up their hands, is there anything that I missed asking you guys about that you really wish that I'd ask? Uh, or, or is there anything that you'd like to ask about the secret ecosystem that maybe we can answer for you up here on stage? No, I think we covered like a lot of ground. I think a bunch of great questions. So thanks again for those. Um, I guess one thing I did, <clears throat> I didn't want to mention, we kind of touched upon this earlier when Barun was talking about things as well. Um, but, uh, the way we like to build the way the sort of like, you know, product, uh, strategy that we've always had is that we like to build in public. We have a roadmap, uh, which is also publicly available. Barun, maybe you can just drop a link here as we speak. But essentially, we have a public board where you can go share your ideas. There's a way for you for people to sort of upvote the ideas there. But also that apart, we're always listening. So you can like, you know, let us know on Twitter. You can reach out to us on our community channels. But essentially, we, we want to make sure that we are sort of listening very closely to what users want. Um, and that's where, like, you know, like, right to your point also, every change nuances are going to be slightly different. What users want are going to be slightly different. And as people who are trying to support the ecosystem, we want to see and hear as many voices as possible. So just maybe one thing to add from our side would be that please, like, you know, um, give this product a try. And if you have any feedback, if you think anything could be done differently, absolutely feel free to reach out to us. Uh, more than happy to sort of, like, you know, talk to you and see how we can continue to improve the product experience. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, please follow the Leap team leap underscore cosmos being the wallet itself but please follow the individual speakers that you have here on stage they're awesome and don't forget of course to claim their secret badge um we do have a question up here on stage where i brought somebody up here to ask one grits what's your question for the leap team i saw you unmute but i actually can't hear you is it just me oh, i heard something hello 
Is it just me? Guys, hear me? Oh, we can hear you now. Awesome. It was my amplifier. Sorry. Um, All good. Yeah. Uh, long time no see. Uh, been busy. Uh, I've uh, been following uh, the Leap project for a long time, and I'm pretty excited. I'm in love with the UX and all that. But my only question really is, is are you guys going to make it um, give the ability for people to load their Kepler private keys into that wallet? Because that's like literally the only thing that's stopping me from moving all my stuff over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, so I think immediately today, uh, obviously the uh, longer way around is uh, creating a burner wallet and that then importing a private key but uh, i do understand that uh, it, it's a bit of a hassle so we definitely plan to uh, add an option of uh, directly importing a private key uh, without having to create a burner wallet but uh, but yeah that 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 is that is coming of a few weeks down the line but for today probably the burner way around yeah, that's the only feature that Cosmos Station, in my opinion, that has over you guys is they can do multiple versions of private keys. So, correct. correct. That, that's a great suggestion, and we'll see if we can like move it up the roadmap. Make sure, make sure that we uh, get it out in a week or two. Yeah, appreciate it. Just to add to that, you can you can already do that with Ledger, by the way. That's something that we heard as feedback earlier, wherein initially you actually had to again create a burner wallet, and then you're able to connect to Ledger. So that's something that we've solved for, where you can actually just literally start. Uh, by connecting a ledger ground up. Uh, but yeah, great point. And we'll definitely try to add this yeah. private keys as soon as possible as well. I actually encrypt all my own private keys with zip stuff. So I don't use ledgers or anything. I'm pretty old school that way. Love it. No, we'll, we'll definitely support this soon. Cool. Hey, thank you for the question. Thank you for the awesome response. Um, let's... Uh, Again, people keep raising your hands. If you've got questions, we've got about 15 minutes till the top of the hour. I did want to ask one more question, um, which was about mobile support, because that wasn't something that we really talked about. Go ahead. Uh, if you've got anything to share there. Yeah. So, so sorry about that. I had some issue getting my mic on. Uh, but yeah, so in terms of like mobile support, that's actually something that we've uh, started working on as soon as we deployed the extension. And I'm just trying to see if I can share a tweet uh, where we announced about our about our app. So if you can see, I, I've just shared it here. Um, so the app's already live on iOS and <clears throat> on Play Store both. So if you, you can already go under it, uh, we have support for like a lot of the earlier chains that we had support for. We've already added it on the app. And work for secret is already in the works. So Barun and team have told me that hopefully by the end of this week, we should have an internal build that we'll test around. We have a small set of alpha users that we share it with them for feedback as well. And hopefully if everything looks good, then it's just a review cycle. Sometimes that takes like a week or so uh, from the different, from the respective play stores. But hopefully in like two, three weeks tops, we should have support for uh, native support for secret live on, on both our mobile apps as well. That's super exciting. I mean, there's a lot of things that users like to do from desktop, especially if they're power users in the Web3 space. But there's a lot of things that they'd love to do from their phone as well, especially things like messaging or things like NFTs. Uh, and we've got a pretty big universe for that growing on secret. And it'll be awesome to see how Leap becomes a part of that journey. It sounds like you guys have already connected with a lot of the DAP teams in the network and have been talking about how to build closer support. I mean, I know that I would love to see native secret NFT support directly in Leap. And this is something that I've said to uh, every other wallet that we've ever talked to or had on stage here from Fina to Kepler to Starshell, et cetera. So saying it again to you guys, these are things that users love. And I definitely believe that mobile is critical to global adoption of blockchain technologies. We can't rely on everybody uh, having some sort of like multi-monitor setup power station in their homes. It's not realistic. I couldn't agree more. And in fact, we imagine a world where like, you know, six months down the line, you're probably going to be shipping features first on mobile and like mobile is going to have the most number of features. And then like, you know, there's a certain point where extensions and dashboards are probably trailing it because we also recognize, and that's how, like, even in terms of how we think about the team and priorities, we're definitely trying to make sure that mobile is, is treated as one of, one of the most, if not the most important uh, form factor for us. But speaking of, uh, another thing I didn't want to mention, which we spoke about briefly was the dashboard. 
which is the web dashboard plus portfolio manager that we're launching. That's also something that's in the final stages of alpha testing. Uh, should be going out maybe this week or next with like the first few chains. But that's also where we're trying to get secret support as soon as possible. So like I said, two, three weeks, we should be able to see mobile support for a secret live and hopefully in another week or two from that, right? So let's say about a month or so from now, uh, we should also have secret support on the dashboard. And what that's going to mean is you'll be able to see your, um, along with all other chains, you can see your secret balances. You'll be able to see all secret proposals that are live, right? So basically on the dashboard, you're able to see all proposals that are live for voting across different chains. Uh, you're also able to do right transactions like staking and voting through the web dashboard. Again, something you're super excited for and we'll try to see how best and how uh, earliest we can get secret support live there as well. Great. So did you have another question? I saw you put your hand up. I did have a question, but I forgot. Sorry. That's okay. Let's keep it secret. Oh, sorry. I actually remember now. Um, the portfolio tracker thing that you guys are building. Um, is that like how is that going to be done through like the wallets or are you guys going to be able to make it editable for people to like put in their own? like how like how developed is it do you guys have any like previews because i'm working on my own giant tracker project so i'm curious yeah so in terms of like what we have in scope right now uh for the dashboard is, is basically the fact that like you know we want to a show you your portfolio across different cosmos chains so for one particular uh, address, you're able to see like your entire dollar amount also of the portfolio, as well as like the amount, actual amount of uh, tokens. And then we want to add capabilities along different dimensions. So one dimension, for example, would be like, you know, being able to show you split by X amount is held in native tokens versus Y in staked uh, assets versus Z in like DeFi versus uh, if, if possible, we're also trying to bring in NFTs and dollar values of NFTs into the mix. So one is basically just showing you how your portfolios are split across different categories of investing or as classes, so to speak. Another dimension we're trying to build in here is that can we actually show you how your portfolio has trended over time? That's a little complex because we realized that to go all the way back in time, we probably will need to figure out some setup for like a uh, like an archive node to be able to like an archive node with some good sort of reliable APIs to be able to uh, track that information for users. But that's something that we've heard a lot of users talk about as being really valuable to be able to see the total dollar value of your portfolio over time. So that's, again, something that, that we have in mind. So uh, you guys but- are basically going to be using nodes to get all your pricing and information. What I do is I actually use CoinGecko's API because it's a median value between all exchanges. It's slightly more accurate that way, I feel. Oh, yeah. So we also use CoinGecko uh, oh, for great. the current prices. But I think where we run into an issue with is, let's say if you wanted to show you your portfolio uh, way back, let's say two years, we'll find that most prune nodes will actually not have uh, your token holdings as of before, let's say a month or two months. And yeah. so to get that data is where we might actually have to figure out some sort of an archive node setup. But the price feed is actually coming in from, from CoinGecko. That's awesome. Okay. That makes more sense to me. Um, yeah. But that being said, if you're already working on something, we'd love to chat. Uh, maybe like, you know, we can set up a Telegram group. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to show you what I'm working on because I have a, a lot of like, I built my own because I don't like the way anybody else is doing it. So yeah. we should definitely chat. <laughs> like, like, for instance, like, you know, everything is done through notes. There's no manual anything. And like, I, and I got the osmosis team to actually give me enough API information that I can actually integrate liquidity pools. And I noticed that's a huge problem with all these trackers. None of them do that. So, yeah. Well, thank you for remembering your question. It's hard. <laughs> you got a lot going on. I know. When you've got so many questions, who's to say? Well, that's, that's an awesome question and an awesome update. And it's great to see. I think 99% of innovation comes from somebody sitting around and being like, I hate every solution that exists. I'm just going to do it myself. It's a yeah, very that's why, web three mindset. That's why I started being a mechanic because I don't trust you know, people to leave me stranded. I want to blame myself <laughs> and start from there. Trust, but verify, even for cars. Exactly. Yeah, I have, a, I have an immense amount of respect for people who can do that level of problem solving across a number of different devices. My, my own skill set is pretty limited. I don't try to fix my own car. In fact, I'm so adamant about my inability to fix cars that I don't own one. And that keeps me from making major mistakes. You know what? You're probably better off like... like- I just finished moving and stuff and my car's engine right after I finished moving literally exploded. So I'm in the middle of rebuilding the head on it right now. And it's a joke. (laughs) 
Oh, there you go. But you probably learn a lot doing it. And it is a level of independence that I think everybody can and should aspire to. And that's the wonderful thing about wallets and Web3 is you can develop that level of independence and you, you can sort of learn how these things work. I think with Web2, we all got a little bit too complacent with sort of trusting the technologies and systems because they were so easy and we all got so much dopamine. But now there's a better, more sustainable approach forming. And as we're seeing, the things in Web3 that aren't working are the things that tried to be the most like Web2. They collapse exactly. on themselves. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, I, I always have this feeling like if you trust the users to, to learn, you know, you put some faith in your users, you respect your users the same way that authors should respect their readers, then you actually get much better results. You get much more sustainable systems and so on. And I think we're, we're finally starting to see, you know, what it means to be a truly educated user in the Web3 space. It's still so unbelievably early, but I do think that where we're headed is uh, going to be a lot healthier now. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, we got about five minutes till the top of the hour. Are there any last questions? Please put your hands up for the Leap team. I'm going to give it one more going once, going twice kind of thing. And then lastly, again, Leap team, are there any other questions that you guys have about the secret ecosystem, about anything else that we discussed here today? I always like to make sure you guys get a chance to ask your questions too. No, I think from our side, we're actually, uh, I want to say we're pretty uh, plugged into what's happening. We actually have like, multiple Telegram groups with different folks in the ecosystem. So having chats about, um, about like, you know, how we can get Leap added on, on different secret apps. We're talking, having a different conversation about how do we get the new secret uh, ledger app added, added into Leap as well. So yeah, I think we have a lot, we have a lot of uh, conversations about what's happening right now, like in the short term, but definitely would love to like, you know, maybe just hear like a quick 60 second version of like, you know, what's coming up um, in the six to 12 month version for you guys, right? So the same uh, conversation we had about Leap's long-term roadmap, if you could tell uh, us a little bit about like what's coming up next for you and how we as wallets should sort of start preparing for that. What a great question. So in the secret ecosystem, right, we are a layer one, but we're a dApp chain. We're not just an, a single app chain. You can build anything on secret that you could build on Ethereum, Solana, et cetera, except you'll have it all private by default. So we have a lot of things launching apps that came from the Terra ecosystem, developers who've been wanting to build private by default apps forever, but haven't had an ecosystem to do it in. All of these apps are finally coming. A lot of stuff being launched on the DeFi side. I know Patrick has the name of a lot of these guys, but of course there's everything Shade and Sienna are launching. On the NFT side, I know that there's quite a few applications launching as well very soon. Uh, the, if people want to know about all this stuff, the very pl best place to get the, the deepest look into the secret ecosystem, we strongly recommend you RSVP now for Secret Summit. SCRT.network slash summit. You can RSVP, sign up to be an attendee at our digital conference. We're going to have five hours of programming featuring speakers from all around the secret ecosystem, all around the cosmos, all around the privacy ecosystem just going very in-depth into secret, you know, from our inception to today, everything we're going to get up to in the future, and especially secret 2.0, which is this vision for how we're going to be securing privacy beyond our current solutions. Secret 2.0 has already been discussed in a public blog post. There's already a post on the secret forum that's been open for community discussion. Definitely check that out. Go to forum.scrt.network to see all the discussion around secret 2.0. Check out the secret blog at scrt.network slash blog. You can read through all of our recent articles. Secret 2.0 can also be found there uh, in our first look blog. And Secret Summit, again, is scrt.network slash summit. You can RSVP. All of this stuff uh, we're going to go into much, much, much greater detail on very, very soon. But it comes down to tons of app launches, lots of layer one improvements, looking at better ways to do viewing key and permit experiences, et cetera. Um, I'm glad that Leap is going to be a part of that. I think there's a lot of experimentation still to be done on easing UX uh, because we don't want to compromise on privacy, which just means we have to maximize on UX given that we're not willing to give up on protecting users in Web3. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm so glad I asked the question because I, I don't know what the rest of, rest of our team, but I definitely didn't know about the summit. So as we speak, I've just registered for it myself. And yeah, super excited to be awesome. there and learn more about Secret 2.0.
Yeah, we're trying to get the word out around the cosmos. We're we're going to start pushing it, I think, a lot uh, when we start taking the wraps off the speakers. We're going to start announcing speakers this week and next. We're going to be asking the speakers to amplify. You can expect to see all your Cosmos favorites. You can expect to see, you know, Sucky, Jack, etc. Everybody's going to be there. But of course, you get to hear from Guy, uh, CEO of Secret Labs, who wrote the original white papers. You get to hear from the Secret Labs devs. We're going to have a feature for pretty much every dApp that's active in the secret ecosystem, both the ones on mainnet and the ones in development. We'll have great panels. So Secret Summit is upcoming. Think of it like a very long secret spaces, but with even more alpha. Uh, If it's successful, we'll do it a lot more often because there's just almost too much to share from what's going on in our ecosystem. And I think people just don't know. Just, just like you guys, you were heads down in the Terra ecosystem. It's hard to look left and right when you're that busy in a single ecosystem. I think with everything that's been going on with Atom 2.0 and governance and osmosis and everything else, people don't realize how much has been going on in the secret ecosystem, not just in the last few weeks, but for the last few years. And this is our chance to finally let people know who haven't been paying as much attention, just how much has been going on, just how much we've been working on these issues and what we think the impact will be, not only for users today, but users all around the cosmos in the near future. So thank you for RSVP. Very appreciated. Hope to see you there. Hope to see you all there. Remember to follow Leap, Leap Cosmos, Leap underscore Cosmos is their Twitter handle. Follow our speakers who are here on stage. Thank you guys for participating today. Thank you, Grits, for the questions. Uh, We'll catch you guys here on Twitter, out in the secret Discord at chat.scrt.network. We'll see you all somewhere. And at the very least, we'll see you next week on Secret Spaces. Back to our usual time on Tuesdays. Uh, We'll be doing it at noon USET, 5 p.m. UTC. We'll see you back here for that. Thank you, everybody, again. And thank you to the Leap team. Hugely appreciated to have you here and can't wait to see what launches next. Likewise, Secret team for having us. This was a blast. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Secret Spaces featuring Leap Cosmos on wallet support for Secret. Recorded on Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. Go Joe! Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Oh shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
Spaces.